Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 10 Injury Report, DraftKings Ownership, and some talk about my updated rankings for the week, all of which you can find updated in the description of this video and podcast and up on DKPlaybook.com. Remember to smash the like button for the video. You got a question about Week 10, leave it in the comment section. This is the show where I get people's start-sit questions and any question you may have pertaining to fantasy football in Week 10. I'll be live Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, with Brad Evans, we're going to be doing about a half hour of a show. Then it's an open forum. If you've got a question, you jump into the chat. You can leave it. Although we get like 2,000 questions every single week. We can only answer like 600 of them. So your question may not get answered. If you leave it in the comment section of this show, though, it will get answered because I will go out of my way to answer it. I mean, if you leave a question in after, you know, the live show goes, I'm probably not going to get to that one. You put it in Friday, Friday night, Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, I'll get to those. But the, the rankings, they answer a lot of these questions anyway. What else do I got to plug? Oh, yeah, FTNDaily.com. The prices have been reduced. Code Mayo gets you an even bigger discount on the projections, the ownership projections, the shadow index, cornerback versus wide receiver matchups, and the optimizer. If you're into DraftKings right now and you want to make some cash and make life easier on yourself, go to FTNDaily.com. Code Mayo. If you're into fantasy basketball, uh, the NBA season is coming up. The early bird offer at ftndaily.com is on the go right now. It's a dollar a day for the NBA season. If you sign up right now, use code Mayo. You get it for even cheaper. So if you're into the NBA right now, like I said, I suggest you go to ftndaily.com. Get the package. There are live streaming shows, projections. Like I mean, I'm not the most into basketball guy there is, but there's proprietary projections on ftndaily.com that gives a rolling analysis of projections when players are and are not on the floor so if you don't think your guy is going to play that night or he is questionable or he's yanked at the last second you can just plug in the new projections with that guy out and the new people in and we'll give you like new projections pretty sweet actually i might actually dig in i mean i have access to it because you know i'm affiliated with the site i work for the site so they give it to me for free but you you got to pay for it i'm sorry about that but the early bird special is the best deal you're going to get on it all season long, and Code Mayo will get you even more off of that. So I highly suggest you go do it. Also, on my Twitter page, at the PME, uh, FTN's also doing a free giveaway for, or raffle giveaway, sorry, for a PS5. Uh, you can find out how to do that on my Twitter feed right now. If you go up and check, you probably have to scroll a little bit. Maybe I'll retweet it and get it back out into the ether. I don't know. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to leave a five-star review. And if you're not an audio listener and you're just a video watcher, go subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience podcast. Put on auto downloads. You don't even need to listen to it, but help out the show by downloading everything that's going on. Um, Obviously, I'm going to put the tags to likely in, likely out, game time decision in the description in time codes of this show so you guys can get a sense of who's in and who's out. However, I won't be able to update them after they're posted, so only the rankings article will have all of the injuries at the top, and if things change on Saturday or Sunday morning, that's where I will be making the adjustments if you're watching this after the fact. Let's jump into it. I'll go game by game, early, late, early, afternoon, late, Monday, and Hopefully we can bang this out. Uh, then the DraftKings ownership at the end. Jacksonville and Green Bay. Robert Tunyon 
suffered an ankle injury on Thursday that limited him in practice, and they didn't practice on Friday. So he's like a true game-time decision. I have him as likely in in the rankings right now because you're not going to want to play like Sternberger, I suppose, if uh, Tunyon is out. Not that you really want to play Tunyon anyway, but if he's your guy, just be aware that he may not play. But you'll know that by the 11.35 actives and inactives uh, because it's on the early slate of games. Alan Lazard, same deal. He's a game-time decision. Should return this week, but you know, still a wait-and-see situation with him. Uh, Chenault is out for the Jags, as is Gardner Minshew. So we get Luton once again. Uh, no, no longer Luton free. You can have all the Luton you want. But here's the big thing. Jair Alexander is officially out for this game. So if you had any hesitation about playing DJ Chark in this matchup because Alexander was going to shadow him and take him out of the game, well, that's not going to happen. DJ Chark, fantastic play this week uh, in a very positive passing game script for Jacksonville. They are currently 13 and a half point underdogs. Uh, I would say they're probably going to, I mean, he saw double digit targets last week. Don't see why that wouldn't be the case this week. So arrows up on DJ Chark. Tampa Carolina, Christian McCaffrey is out. Reggie Bonifon, who looked like he was coming back from the injured reserve, uh, was just put back on the injured reserve and he's out for the season. So any hesitation you had about Mike Davis, well, maybe there will be a slick because he hasn't looked very good. Uh, not going to be the case. You're going to see a lot of Mike Davis in this game against Tampa. Terrible matchup, Mike. Mind you. However, when you're, it's almost like Chase Edmonds last week, where if you can kind of pencil in over 85% of the snaps, that's a guy you're going to play. It's just that simple. So Mike Davis, play him. Philadelphia in the Giants, Elshon Jeffrey and Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard, all likely in, same as Reger. Obviously, we have Zach Ertz still on injured reserve, so he is out on the Giants side. Devonta Freeman is out for this game, so I bumped up Wayne Gallman in the rankings at running back for the week. Alfred Morris has been signed as well, so he's a permanent fixture on this team now, as we're not going to see Freeman for at least three weeks. He could be done for the season. It appears to be a high ankle sprain, so Gallman, not a sexy starter, not even a good start for your team, but if you're in desperate need, you know, he's on the field. That helps, so yeah, better than Devonta Freeman at this point. Houston and Cleveland. David Johnson is out, so fire up all the Duke Johnson you got. I am a bit hesitant that maybe CJ Prosites gets some run in this game, Buddy Howell gets some run in this game, but I would say that you know over 65% of the snaps should go to Duke Johnson. Decent matchup, uh, and if they, they are underdogs in this game by three and a half points, so if it is a passing situation, maybe some Prosites, because that's the only thing that he actually has any skill to do uh, in the Running game, I mean, they never, no one has ever used CGA Pro sites on the ground. They only pass him. But Duke Johnson is a receiving specialist himself. They don't seem to be too afraid to give him work on the ground. So it's a decent situation where even if they're up or if they fall behind, that you're not going to have a situation where Duke Johnson gets written out. So Duke Johnson, play him with, you know, a degree of confidence. I have him as a running back two this week. It's not like, oh, he's playing. Let's go. Uh, Baker Mayfield likely going to be in. Austin Hooper likely to return from appendicitis in. And Nick Chubb will return this week on the Brown side of the ball. They remain my super lock of the week if you missed the spread show, which I suggest you go check out. Minus three and a half Browns. I love over the Texans who have like the worst run defense. Well, one of the four worst run defenses in the league. It's like them, the Lions, the Packers, and Someone else who's slipping my mind at the moment. Washington at Detroit. TJ Hawkinson was hurt in practice this week with a toe injury. He should return for this game. Kenny Galladay will not. He is out with a hip injury. Kyle Allen out. Dontrell Inman out. So we're getting Alex Smith in the backfield. There was originally a report that... Antonio Gibson could be iffy to play with a shoulder injury. He was taken off of the injury report on Friday. He is good to go. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Joe Mixon probably not going to play again this week, even coming off the bye. He wants to play. Zach Taylor said they're protecting him from himself, and he's probably not going to go. So, Gio, 
So Mixon has been taken out of the ranks. Gio has been propped up in the ranks. Again, it's a, like, a lot like the Mike Davis situation. Mike Davis going against Tampa Bay and their ferocious front. Same as Pittsburgh with Gio Bernard. Fortunately, it's a bit better than the Duke Johnson situation because I just don't see... Gio Bernard leaving the field all that often. Maybe Samaje Pirine gets some run in this game. Maybe if you know Gio got banged up a little bit in the week before the bye, then Pirine came onto the field. I mean, you can probably put him in for over 75% of the snaps, get involvement in the receiving game. Although Joe Burrow, not a huge fan of checking down. Gio should still get a little bit of work. You could probably pencil him in for like four to seven targets. It's a range that I'm giving him. Although I guess if they have seven and a half point dogs, if they're down by a bunch, and with a ferocious pass rush that Pittsburgh puts on you, they have the highest pressure rate of any defense in football, that maybe there are more check downs to be had. So maybe that floor is a bit safer in PPR and half point PPR leagues. Uh, just if you want to play Gio, he's in that same range as Duke Johnson and Mike Davis and Jarek McKinnon now as we'll get to a little bit later that like 12 to 17 range at running back and that means they're all starts this week uh, not great starts mind you but they do have upside and a decent floor to go along with it because of what they can do in providing touches and receptions in your fantasy lineup uh, other than that Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's going to pass his COVID test they're expecting him to play but you know if he tests positive at the last second he could be out and you get Mason Rudolph back there but I would expect Ben Roethlisberger to be in in this game that is a late game by the way if you are wondering uh, so we're into the afternoon slate Buffalo and Arizona Kenyon Drake is going to be an official game time decision that is going to suppress the ownership of Chase Edmonds on DraftKings this week with the chance that Drake could come back. If not, he is a very nice late swap option just because no one wants to wait around and make those adjustments at 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, same as your season-long lineup. I have it as Drake is not playing in the rankings right now and where that's an afternoon name, they're not going to be adjusted unless we hear about it. But I would start Edmonds over Drake either way, even if Drake ends up playing in this game. Troy May... No, I have that one as under the wrong game. This is, so we're good on the Arizona side. We're good on the Buffalo side. Chargers in Miami, Matt Breda and DeAndre Washington. Washington is eligible to play. I would expect him to be on, be in uniform at least. No idea how this backfield is going to shake down. Matt Breda is a game-time decision here. If he is active, I would expect him to play 50% of the snaps versus Howard versus Ahmed versus... DeAndre Washington versus Patrick Laird. There are just so many options that Braid is the only one I would even consider playing at this point. And even then, he's probably not that great of a start. Troy Main Pope is likely in back from concussion. On the other side, Justin Jackson is out. I would go... I was going to say Miles Gaskin, but he is out for this game and doesn't play for the Chargers because I keep getting him mixed up with in my mind with, and the name is just completely eluding me. Revenge game. Paul, help me out here. Chargers running back, played for the Jets, played for the Dolphins. Why is this just, I have too much Masters on my mind. Stuff's getting pushed out. He sucks, but like he scores touchdowns. Anyway, Josh Kelly is probably the guy that you want to play uh, with all these guys around. They're, they're going to go hot hand here. The name is going to come to me. Why can't I remember this guy's name? This is just embarrassing at this point. Kalen Balazs is the name. Uh, he'll probably get some of the goal line work uh, now that he ends a revenge game, obviously. And not under Adam Gase this time. Maybe he can be opened up a little bit. Last week, Josh Kelly played 50% of the snaps. Uh, now with Pope back into the mix, I really don't know how this is going to shake down. You could probably avoid this situation. But Kelly is likely to be on the field the most, the one using the receiving game the most. So 
Maybe that's your best option. I have no real lean on the situation, but that would be my guy going into it. Jerry Judy likely in with a shoulder injury. He seems a bit more questionable than Tim Patrick, who practiced in full with his hamstring problem on Friday. I have Patrick over Judy in the rankings this week. On the Vegas side, Brian Edwards is going to play. No Josh Jacobs on the injury report. All good news. Seattle and the Rams. Carlos Hyde is likely out. Chris Carson is likely out as well. Although Hyde got in a limited practice on Friday, so he could play. Chris Carson hasn't practiced all week, including Friday, but they're still saying he's questionable. He could play at the same time. I just wouldn't expect them. Carson, if he is active, I do like as a DraftKings late spot pivot, though, uh, just because if he's going to play, they're going to give him the ball. If not, I like Homer a bit more than DJ. Wicked, wicked, Dallas. Alex Collins getting into the mix. Again, avoid the situation if you can. Daryl Henderson on the Ram side with his thigh injury coming out of the bye week. It looked like he was a bit iffy, but now it does appear like he might play this week. I like him the best if he goes. If not, I like Malcolm Brown better than I like Cam Akers against the Seahawks. Cooper Cup likely to play with his oblique and wrist injury against the Seahawks as well. San Francisco and the Saints. Debo is out. Kittle is out. Tevin Coleman out, Raheem Mostart out, Ayuk and Kendrick Bourne are in. I've elevated Ayuk in the rankings. I initially had Debo in, so he's inside the top 30 now. Kendrick Bourne cracks the top 50 in that regard. On the Saints side, hunky-dory. Everyone's looking pretty good. Sunday night game, Baltimore at New England. Mark Ingram, that awful Mark Ingram, coming back to punish our lives. It looks like he is going to play. I've just dropped all the Ravens running backs down because now I have no idea what's going on back there. Dobbin, and I have Edwards the highest, then Dobbins, then Ingram. Uh, if I had to rank the three, which I do because I'm contractually obligated to do so. Kendrick Bourne. Uh, no, no, I already did that one. Nikhil Harry likely in. Damian Harris likely in. They're both iffy to play. I just have them in the rankings at the moment, so check back with them. Um, I, you probably don't want to play either of them anyway. Damian Harris maybe, but this seems like a Rex Burkhead and or James White game uh, against a good Ravens front seven. S Monday night game, Irv Smith popped up uh, midway through the week with an injury, so he is now Likely to play with a groin injury, but again, Saturday practice will dictate what goes on for this game. David Montgomery has not practiced all week with a concussion. He is likely to be out. They have switched up play calling duties uh, to laser from Matt Nagy in Baltimore as well, or in Chicago as well, sorry. Uh, my mistake on that one. So if Montgomery can't go on Saturday's practice, he's probably not going to play, which would mean Ryan Nall gets thrown into that mix with Jarek, with Mike Davis, with Gio Bernard, that whole new Chase Edmonds, that whole tier of players as well. He's a start, but it's a start you really don't want to have to do, but you're probably forced, your hand is forced into it anyway. So keep an eye on that. DraftKings ownership in the week. I mean, if the chalk hits this week and you're not on the chalk, you're going to lose all your money. However, this is shaping up to be a week where if you can timely make a pivot off of the chalk, you got the stones to not play the popular guys and they don't hit, you're going to win a lot of money because Mike Davis is shaping up to be over 50% owned. I don't know if the Geo News is going to change that too, too much because that matchup's not great, although the Davis matchup isn't great. I can see him pushing up to 70% ownership in the Millionaire Maker on DraftKings this week. I'm dead serious. He's the stone man. He's 4000 $4, bucks. He makes making lineups, especially the high-end stack, so easy to do. I completely get it. I'll probably end up using him. I'm thinking about only playing three lineups this week, just like I did last week. Won a bunch of money last week, so maybe that's my good luck charm. Instead of playing 20, maybe just play three and really think about what I'm doing instead of being like, oh, I'll play some of this guy, some of this guy. No, really hammer down and figure out what I'm doing. I'll probably go one of three Mike Davis, maybe two or three. We'll see how I land on it. Mike Davis, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, who will not be 3% on as Davis pointed out on the DraftKings show on Thursday. No, he's going to be very highly. Owned. and duke johnson are going to be your top four more than likely 
but no one is coming close to Mike Davis. Like he's way, far and above everyone else. Everyone else is around like 20% who I just mentioned. At wide receiver, everyone wants to use Devontae Adams. Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, and Tyler Lockett are shaping up to me, at least in my projections, to be the highest four. Uh, it's funny. You have Aaron Jones. You have Devontae Adams, both at super high ownership at quarterback. Kyler and Josh Allen are the only two I have projecting are projected over 10% right now. They're bordering on 20%. It's funny everyone wants to use these Packers, but no one wants to use Aaron, Aaron Rodgers in this spot, so maybe he is a sneaky key into this game. And without Jair Alexander, Alexander, you have the bring back in DJ Chark if you want to. That's not the greatest game to go stack, but apparently it's one where people are only owning two pieces of that game and everyone else is just off the board. And for Devontae Adams, it works out a lot better. Although Lazard might be back, that could be a piece of $4,000 you go into as you go. Instead of using Aaron Jones, maybe you want to go Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Lazard, if he plays, bring it back with DJ Chark. At least there's a lot of concentration, especially with Chenault out as well, that you just, if Tunyon doesn't play, and if, you know, obviously that Chenault isn't playing, you just take away some of the pieces. It makes concentrating those offenses a little much better. And then you just have to hope that Aaron Jones doesn't go completely bananas, or you don't play Adams, you play Jones, or just stack those two with Aaron Rodgers, who no one else is playing. I hope that made sense. Kyler and Josh Allen, like I mentioned, at quarterback, are the big two by far at tight end. It's Waller. And it's Austin Hooper, who appears to be returning. And then Evan Ingram, I have as number three right now. And defense, flat across the board. I have the Packers projected out to be the highest, but I'm not super confident in that. Everyone projects under 10%. So pick your poison. Whoever you like at defense this week, seems like they're going to be relatively lowly owned. So just roll with that. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to the Week 10 Injury Show, DraftKings Ownership. You can find the cheat sheet and the rankings up on DKPlaybook.com, FTNDaily.com, code Mayo to get the tools and the stats that you need to get ahead of the game. And if you want to get in on that early bird package for NBA, FTNDaily.com, code Mayo, dollar a day for the NBA season. Once that starts, that price is probably going up in about two weeks. So if you are interested in NBA and plan on playing it, I suggest you go get it right now before you have to pay like an extra 50 bucks or something like that. You get the optimizer, the projections, those customizable projections I talked about. It's all going to be there at ftndaily.com. Smash the like button. If you got a question about week 10, leave it in the comment section. If not, I will see you 10 a.m. Sunday morning with Brad Evans for a final update for the week. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Family experience! Experience!